happy girl. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another podcast of Women at the Well Ministries, where we believe that all of us have to come to Jesus like the woman at the well in John chapter 4. Our highest priority is making God real in your life. Whether you are listening in our app, in your favorite podcasting app, or on our website at watwm.org, we invite you to sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen your daily walk with Jesus Christ. In this episode of the Woman at the Well Ministries podcast, join Kim Miller and Erica Close in a conversation as we walk with Jesus. In today's conversation, we continue to share on the topic of preparing our hearts to receive the greatest gift, Jesus our Savior, and the gifts that come with his presence in our lives. Well, thank you for joining us, everyone. My name is Erica Close, and I'm here with Kim Miller. Hello, and thank you for joining us in this podcast of Woman at the Well Ministries as we talk, to, talk about the gifts that Jesus brings. And we have talked about a number of gifts that Jesus brings uh, throughout this month. And today we're coming to the close of this series. And today we are talking about the gift of peace and the gift of comfort. And I think that what is so exciting is that these are gifts that we are talking about now at Christmas time, but they're gifts that we get to unwrap all year long. And they're gifts that we should unwrap and accept all year long. So we are going to start out talking about the gift of peace. And I'm going to start us out with just what I know is one of my most favorite verses about peace. And I'm going to imagine it's one of Kim's favorite verses about peace as well. But it's Isaiah 26.3, which says, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. And I love that verse uh, so much for so many reasons. But first of all, I love that the gift that we're talking about here is perfect peace. There's no peace that's better. It is the, only, it is the type of peace that can only come from the Lord, and it is perfect. But I also love how that peace is acquired So that peace is acquired by keeping our minds upon the Lord. And in keeping our minds on the Lord, it demonstrates the trust that we have in him. And I think that learning to keep our minds on the Lord is not necessarily a simple task, but when we do, it demonstrates the trust that we have in him, demonstrates the faith that we have in him. And it sets our mind to be able to have that perfect peace that can only come from him. I do love that verse, and I love how he tells us how to fix our mind on him. And when we fix our mind on him, then we are able to see the truth of who he is. And he says, I am the way, the truth, and the the life. life. And so if you want to have the life, then you have to have Jesus. And if you want to live the life, you know, people say all the time, living the life, living the life. Well, I am living the life because I'm living 
following the commandments of Jesus. But my favorite verse concerning peace that he gives, or perhaps one of my favorite verses that he gives us, is John 14, 27. And he says this, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither, neither let it be afraid. And I love that because the Bible is so clear in his message to us about the love of Jesus. And Jesus himself is so clear, not only by how he demonstrated his love for us on the cross of Calvary, but also how he gave us things that would show us he loves us. He gives us peace. And peace is what you want for all people you love. You want them to have that feeling that everything's going to be okay, that feeling of no angst, no stress. You want them to live calm, peaceful lives. And then he gives us the words that says, let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. So don't worry and don't fear. And this comes from Jesus because he's left the comforter with us, that while he is away, we could have that to lead us and guide us and direct us. But when we really understand that we are folded inside of him, and it's kind of brings to my mind cooking, and you fold in egg whites, and if you do it in the proper way, you can't find the egg whites in the batter that's left in the mixture And that's how we are. We should not be able to be separated from God. And nothing separates us from his love. But I'm saying people should not be able to see us. They should see him in us at all times. And so he says, don't be afraid and don't be troubled. And that's because Jesus himself is fighting our battles, as we're told in 1 Samuel 17, 47. That's because Jesus himself is supplying all of our needs, and he's given us the strength we need, as we're told in Philippians 4. It's because he never sleeps nor slumbers. It's because we can do all things through him. It's because all things are possible because of him. And when we truly understand that, then we have a peace that the world didn't give, so the world can't take away. I love so much in that John 14 verse that it talks about, you know, the peace. It says, let not your heart be troubled. That peace lives in, lives in our heart, right? It's an internal peace that we are promised. In Romans 8, 6, we're reminded, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. That just makes me think that, you know, so much of the, the outcomes in our life have to do with where our hearts are, right? So our hearts, where our hearts are focused is going to guide where our life goes. And in Romans 14, 19, it says, let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace and things wherewith one may edify another. We need to follow the things that lead to peace. And I think that when our hearts have peace, Right? When we're in the place with the Lord that we're supposed to be, we will naturally follow after things which bring peace to our lives. I also love that he says in John 16, 33, and 
you have spoken several verses in their hearing. I've spoken a few. But in John 16, 33, he says, These things I have spoken unto you, that ye might have peace in the world. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And when you really catch hold of what he's saying is, yeah, there's going to be troubles and problems that come your way. You live in the world. We are in the world, but we don't have to be of the world. Mm -hmm. We are in the world. And we may feel like we're going through troubles and tribulation, but we don't have to live eternally in trouble and tribulation because we have the opportunity to accept the free gift of salvation. But we also have the opportunity here in this life where troubles and trials are all around us and that we're facing to live with peace because when we come to God focused on him and living as he says and allowing him to lead, guide, and direct us and to bless us and living in a way that he can bless us, then we will not be fearful and we will have peace even in this world because he overcame the world. And I think because he's overcome the world, I think as we, we look at these pieces together, we can be in the world and still follow after the things which make for peace. Amen. Right? We can be in difficult, challenging situations and times in our lives, but not have to follow after the difficult, challenging situations. Right? Like I can be in a really bad situation a set of circumstances and i can spend all of my time sitting and thinking about those circumstances following them you know it's like you follow a news story right but that's a choice that i make so i can either do that or i can do what romans 14 19 says and follow after things which make for peace which would for me would be following after things that make for peace would be things like prayer and study and fellowship with Christians and, you know, worshiping the Lord and things like that. Those are all the things that are going to bring peace to my heart. So I can follow after the peace in spite of whatever circumstances that are not peaceful that are occurring. Absolutely. Okay, so the next gift that we're going to go to is the gift of comfort. And I think that there are just so many uh, different verses that we can go to when you're, we're talking about comfort. But I think if we could just go kind of to where we started with peace, and you mentioned that when we, we can have peace because we're promised the comforter, right? We're promised the Holy Spirit, and we're promised in John 14, 18, I will not leave you comfortless, I will come to you. And that's where the Lord talks about the Holy Spirit. So the presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives is what brings us comfort. I love that in Psalms 50, 15, he says, um, and call upon me in the day of trouble, I will deliver thee and thou shalt glorify me. Comfort is assurance. Yeah. And the statement that when you're in trouble, I will deliver you is blessed assurance at its very best. Absolutely a calmness because you can believe him. And it's not he's going to attempt to deliver you or he might deliver you. He says that 
Call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver thee. And then he says, and thou shalt glorify me because you will see the reward of his deliverance. Psalms 91, 15 follows just after. And he says, and he shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. And I think one of the things that's so important there is that the comfort comes with the presence of the Lord, right? Like that verse says, he'll call upon me and I will be with him in trouble. And when we're talking about what comfort is, comfort is not being alone, right? When we're, when we're in a difficult situation, our friends come and they comfort us. When we're in a difficult situation and we call upon the Lord, it's his presence that comforts us. And he says in 2 Corinthians 1, 3 through 5, he says, Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort, who comforteth us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. For as the suffering of Christ around the, in us, so our consolation also aboundeth by Christ. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. And you were telling us in John fourteen eighteen that he says he won't leave us comfortless, that he will come to us. And he's the God of all comfort. And I think that comfort, you know, it's the comfort that is residing in our heart all the time because of the, the Holy Spirit. And I think that, I, I think we often don't think about that enough, that when we have the Holy Spirit in our lives, we have God's, God's presence with us 24-7. And if we are not feeling that, it's because we're not like, tapping in to the comforter, right? That's right. God's presence is always there and always with us, but it's our job to accept that gift, right? You can hand me a gift and I cannot take it from you, right? I still have to take the gift and bring it to myself unless you, you're not going to like throw it at me, right? So when we are given the gift of the Holy Spirit, we have to accept that gift. We have to tap into that gift. We have to open that gift and unwrap that gift. You know, I can be given a gift and it can sit, you know, under a tree on the floor and I can put the tree up and still just leave the gift sitting there. It's my job to unwrap it. So it's my job to access the Holy Spirit in my life, to, to pray and to talk to the Holy Spirit and to listen to the Holy Spirit because that's where the comfort comes from. In all situations and at all times, it's the Holy Spirit that is going to give us the comfort and allow us to then take care of whatever it is that's, that's causing us pain or causing us hurt. You know, you were talking about having to receive the gift. Sometimes somebody will give us something and we put it up and we forget where we put it. Yeah. And so you, you, you took the gift, but you didn't open the gift. And Jesus comes and knocks at our heart's door. And I think sometimes... We contemplate receiving him. Mm -hmm. We just never open the door. And I think that, you know, that verse in Revelation talks, to, you know, the Lord is, behold, I stand at the door and knock. And I think that, you know, even once we're saved, we, we accept the gift of salvation, but we don't unwrap all of these other gifts. 
right? Like we've been talking for weeks about all of these gifts that come with the presence of the Lord in our lives. And we can accept salvation and then think that that's all that it is. You know, we are given eternal life and forgiveness. And daily he loads us with benefits. Right, but we have to accept the benefits, mm-hmm. right? We've got to open the gifts. We've been talking about all these things, right? We've been talking about grace and the fact that the Lord has plans for us and that he gives us benefits daily and yet we have his love. All of these things, if, I, if I'm not going to feel those and see those at work in my life if I'm not seeking after them. Amen. He is handing us all of these benefits of living in this world as his child. But if I don't seek those benefits, I'm not going to have them. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I am so grateful that we have spent this time together today and we've learned about his peace and his comfort and his peace is comforting. (laughs) And I pray that each of you have come to know the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ so that you know this peace and comfort that only Jesus can give. Remember, you are loved. Jesus loves you. Thank you for joining us in today's podcast. You can visit the show notes for quotes from today's podcast and scripture references. We pray today has been a blessing, and we encourage you to reach out to us through our app, our website, or our Facebook page. You can find our app by searching for Woman at the Well Ministries in your app store or through our website at watwm.org. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash watwm. If you visit our website, you'll be able to subscribe to Bible Bits, a daily devotion written by Kim and delivered Monday through Friday by text message. Woman at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father. And it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. To learn how to partner with Woman at the Well Ministries, please visit our website. Thank you to the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us use their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your prayers. We are praying daily for our listeners. Remember that God loves you. You are loved.
Happy girl.